You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama's syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio, Phil Williams here live in the Right Side Studios. Man, the local, the state, the national, covering down on all the issues. And like the dude just said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Well, it is hour number two. Inexplicably, it is already hour number two. And uh, we're going to go to the phones right now. I've got a friend coming in who who hasn't been on the show in a while, but she's been on multiple times in the past. Uh, Erica Thomas is the news uh, 1819 News Editor-at-Large uh, and came out with a piece this morning, and I thought, man, i got to text Erica and see if she can just come on the show. So without further ado, uh, let me go ahead and uh, bring on line one, uh, Erica Thomas. How are you doing? Good afternoon, Phil. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm good. I'm good. It's good to hear your voice. Haven't talked to you in a bit. Yeah. I know it's been a while. I moved, moved a little bit further away from the area, but I'm still covering uh, some issues all over the state, but this one was... Close to where I live now, over in Baldwin County. So well, I'm glad you glad you're able to read it. Well, I appreciate it, and uh, I think Craig Monger had the first run at the story, and you picked up the follow up uh, from it. If I'm not correct, I'm not mistaken. Um, yes, I will. I have to say, Craig is the one that uh, started this. He did all of the the hard work, and I just simply got a reaction from one of the people involved. So, well, I mean, I have to give him all the props for this. Well, fair enough. Uh, um, <laughs> hey, hey, listen, let me let me just get you to go ahead and, and back up. And, and this is this is dealing with wokeness in in schools. And I'm about to do a segment in a minute. I do periodically called Adventures in Woke World. I saw this one. I thought, what a great lead in. So wokeness in public school systems, Baldwin County, Alabama. What was Craig's story and, and where did it go from there? So the original story was surrounding a document that was posted on the Baldwin County Public Schools website. And that document uh, talked about how the counseling and school counselors in the school system would have to use students' preferred gender pronouns and teach them how to navigate counseling situations confidentially, so not involving parents. Um, It supported gender affirmation as well as whatever their sexual orientation is, gender expression, all of these, these keywords we've been hearing uh, from this, these theories in the past five years. Um, you know, part of it is, is about trans, transgender issues, and another part of it is about just keeping things from parents. And, and this was all from guidelines from the American School Counselor Association. So Wow. Wow. Baldwin County Schools did not put this on their website. They allowed it through the American School Counselor Association. There was a link there um, to this handbook. And if you read the details in the handbook, it just it talks about multiple topics, um, all of them about gender, sexual orientation, race, and suspected abuse and self-harm. Well, and what, what's amazing to me is, first of all, these are positions being touted by an organization like the American School Counselor Association, which means that the document that we're seeing linked to our own Baldwin County Schools public school systems website is probably not unique to them. I would imagine this document is either in use or being touted or at very least linked on school systems websites all over the nation. Would I, would I be correct? 
Yes, if I had a child in a public school, I'd be sure to check my school system, my local school system's website, and even reach out to them and say, you know, do we have this handbook for, for my school or my school system from the American School Counselor Association? You need to know what's going on in your child's school, and this is just a perfect example of another time where a national organization comes in and is impacting the way that our local schools are handling children. Well, go ahead. Well, in this case, the superintendent, Eddie Tyler, with Baldwin County Schools, spoke out very powerfully against this. They were clearly unaware that these documents were linked on their website, so he came out and had a great statement uh, just denouncing everything that was in this handbook. And he said that Baldwin County public school system does not have a gender identity nor a gender affirmation policy. Well, I, I, and I appreciated that. And I wanted to make sure we got to that because that was your part of the story was the response from the superintendent, Eddie Tyler. I mean, he literally said, we are not and we will not be mandating any acceptance of gender identity beyond what is published on a birth certificate, which I thought, you know what, Mr. Superintendent, you, you probably couldn't have said it better uh, than that right there. Um, but, yeah. But, and, and he said he was disappointed in all this, and he should have been. Um, but, you know, even school leaders and people that are in charge of the websites for the schools, just like he said with the books that are coming into the library, you have to go over every word, word for word. You have to really look into stuff like this. This can be very dangerous. It can also just be against what the parents and the public school system want, which is really what we need to look at. And he's correct. This would be in conflict with Alabama law. And I've talked to other superintendents, including the Jefferson County superintendent, who said, you know, even the Jefferson County school system will, will not, do these things because it's against state law. So as long as, um, as long as the law allows for us to identify with the gender that we were born with, then that's what they're going to do. Well, and, and, and rightfully so. Um, now there's, I don't know if you, if you remember this, Erica, but, uh, a little over a year ago, um, I, I, I broke a story on right side and, um, and it just, you know, what was magazine to me was I couldn't get the same kind of traction you got out of the uh, superintendent from uh, Baldwin County. But in Madison County, Huntsville City School System, uh, they actually have a handbook they use called uh, No Place for Hate uh, that is put out by the Anti-Defamation League that does the exact same things. It encourages teachers to uh, keep secrets from the parents about how the kids identify while they're at school. It encourages them to use gender pronouns that the kids choose. Um, and and the whole thing was just a, a, a liberal mishmash um, that is literally in place right now, or at least it was, in the Huntsville City School System. Do you recall that? Oh, yes. I do remember you breaking that story. I believe you texted me about it as soon as you heard about it. Yeah. It, and, and to my knowledge, the program is still there. And the Anti-Defamation League even had a place within that handbook that uh, that talked about if there's conflict in the schools, especially over these kind of policies, it didn't say take them to your, your, your leadership or to your school board. It said to let the Anti-Defamation League know, which to me is also a red flag. Why are they the ones collecting this data? I know in the Huntsville area there are parents that support these types of uh, theories, and, and that's what they would want. There, we have that everywhere. I don't think it's as prominent as people would like us to believe, especially in Alabama. Uh, but it all comes down to parents being involved and paying attention and speaking up because 
the majority of people in Alabama want to follow the law in Alabama. Yeah. And these things can can be breaking the law. I mean, we can't let our school leaders and, and the people raising our children when we're not around to, to feel this way if that's not how we feel. So we've seen a lot of this happen. A lot of times we say, well, COVID made parents start homeschooling, but I think I think these types of things as they creep into our schools are going to lead to even more homeschooling private schools. And at the end of the day, in Alabama, the public school systems are going to suffer from it. I, I, I agree. And I, I think it also, even uh, even aside from the legalities, there's the moral issue of keeping secrets from the parents. Uh, you're, you're not, you are, you are, provided the opportunity to give the kids care and education during the day, but you are in no way authorized to decide what is best for the child's life. That's the parent's job. It's very disturbing when we're seeing teachers and school leaders support keeping secrets from parents. Yeah. I, that's like having a babysitter that you pay for and they not tell you what happened when, when you had, when they had your child during the day. I mean, it's just ludicrous. And, a child cannot make decisions that impact the rest of their life no. without the parent knowing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, hey, Erica, thanks so much. And I, and I will say this. I, you know, I got a caveat by saying I, I believe that the vast majority of public school educators uh, and administrators in the state of Alabama uh, agree with what you and I just said. I would think that the minority view would be um, in this state would be the the whole gender affirming keep the secrets from the from the parents. But the fact is, it's out there, and I think your earlier point is spot on. That parents need to know what's being put on their you know their 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 kids' uh, schools website during the day and what policies are in place in the system where they put their kids. And, uh, and that's an important piece. And we just always have to remember that just because we're constantly hearing this stuff and this rhetoric doesn't mean that it's the majority of people. That's exactly you right. You know, I, I think that's a huge part of this nationwide. Hey, Erica, thanks so much for your time on this and uh, great job. And I, and I really appreciate you gathering up the uh, comments from uh, Superintendent Eddie Tyler down in Baldwin County. Um, you have a great day, okay? Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. All right. See you. That's Erica Thomas, uh, editor-at-large for 1819 News. Story you can find on their website. Uh, it's not the top story now, but you can just go to their website and uh, and actually hit the search and then type in the word Baldwin. That's how I found it. You'll find the, the articles talking about it. And like I said, in the, in the Huntsville City School System, they've got their own handbook, which was, you know, they brag about it. Uh, no Place for Hate, uh, put out by the Anti-Defamation League. An, an uber-liberal organization that's right up there with, you know, Human Rights Campaign and others uh, trying to encourage the shifting of cultural mores in our schools. So I'd be curious to know, is the No Place for Hate curriculum and the handbook itself still in use in the Huntsville City School Systems? If you know, go ahead and text or call in. I'd love to know. All right. Uh, great, great call from Erica Thomas, 1819 News. And when we get back from this break, we're going to come right into... <laughs> Adventures in Woke World. I got some stuff, man. I got some stuff. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back.